Today's daf is Yuma daf Mem Zayin. We are at the beginning of a new parak, the fifth parak of Masechtas Yuma. And if you're following along with an art scroll, Gemara, the fourteenth book of the art scroll Shas. So congratulations. Okay, now this parak is going to continue talking about the Avodah of Yom Kippur that was done by the Kain Gadol. So the Mishnah continued off from where we previously left off, which was discussing the the coals and the shovels, and we're getting ready for the Katiras being brought into the Kedusha Kedushim. So it's see they bring out from the Kain Gadol. From the Lishka Sakil, they bring it as a kaf, as a machta, this kaf, which is some type of spoon. We'll see more what this means. Vesa machta and a shovel, and this is going to be used for the kataris. So Chafar Malay Chafnav, he took in his hands, meaning he had a shovel full of kataris. The Kangada would take, put both his hands into this shovel, and take out what we're going to call Malay Chafnav, as the Torah describes it, of kataris. And he put it into this big ladle. Now, Hagadol if you have a large kain gadol, so he would have large hands. Whatever the shear is, that was the proper measurement. Next, not You took the shovel of coals in your hand, in your right hand, and the ladle of kitaras bismarla in his left hand. Okay, now at this point we assumed. We have one shovel, but here we're going to see there's actually two shovels going on. So, Machta, you're telling me that there's a shovel involved? Tunnelate, we had this already in Daphne Gimelmud Bays. Not the less a Machta, we spoke about it was a long handle, it was gold. Not the less a Machta, Allah, he took some coals, raid, and he came down. He already has a shovel in his hand. So, the Gemara says, Hasa Machta de Gechalim, Vahacha Machta de Taras. Someone's talking about the coals. Uh, a shovel that, that was full of coals. So again, the Ketaris was had two components, two ingredients. I mean, there are many ingredients, but there were two main components. You had your coals coming from the Mizbeach, and you had your Ketaris coming from the base of Tina. So those were mixed together. That was the spicing, the smelling of the Ketaris. So you had Mahta de Gehalim, Mahta de Ketaris, and they brought him an empty ladle, or Mahta Gedusha Ketaris, Mahta Gedusha Ketaris, and they brought him a, uh, a shovel. That was loaded up with kataris from the Lishka's base of Tinas, and he would take a Malay Chafnav and put it into the kaf. Okay. Next Gemara is going to go into this. The Mishnah said that you have a kaf, you have this ladle. And the Gemara is going to ask, where do we see in the Tyra that you need this ladle for the kataris? Now we see it in other parts. Uh, we had it in uh, by the Nasiim, Parshas Nasai. You had 12 times the kafachas. So you, there was definitely times where we did have a kaf, but where do we see on Yom Kippur that they needed a ladle? So, so that was the end of the Mishnah. So the Gemara said like this, Kaf, Why do we need this ladle? I, the Torah says, it says, it says, says All you need is the handful, Amar Achmanatol, the Torah said, where do you see kaf? So the Gemara says, Mishim Belay, it's impossible. What do you want the Kayan to do? Na'ayel, should he go inside in one shot, go to the Kedusha Kedushim, and bring the coals on the shovel, and then go out. V'hadun Ayel, and then bring the Kedushim in the with his handful a second trip he can't do that because he can only go in once at this point now let him take the Kedushim in his hands and nachte lamachta and let him uh, put put the shovel on his hands, and go inside the Kaddish Yadashim like that. Okay, so now you're holding the Ketiris in your fists, and you also have this issue that, not issue, but you you're have this hot shovel of coals right on top of your fist, resting right on top of the fist. So what are you going to do? How are you going to put it down? So that's the challenge. Okay, you could you could hold it, but now what? 
And again, no one could be there. No one's there to help him out. So what do you want him to do? What, he should take it with his teeth and put, uh, take the shovel in his teeth and put it down? You would never serve a king like that. That's not a normal way to do that. And therefore, it makes no sense. You would never have the Kayin Gadol taking the shovel with his teeth. So, there's no way to properly do it while balancing, holding the Tyrus, while having a shovel on top of you, therefore came into the We see by the Nasim it says, So you see, you have a kaf, so let's do that. We'll take the Moloi Chafnov of Ketairis, put it into the kaf, and you have one hand you're holding the kaf, and one hand you're holding the shovel. So the Mishnah continues on that note. Not the small, you have the shovel in your right hand and the spoon in your left hand. The Gemara asks why. The Gemara says, Hold on a second. So the literal translation is that the that the foreigner is, you know, the Yitziva means the one who lives here. The citizen is on the ground, is treated like garbage. And the foreigner, the immigrant is... Uh, is, is being treated with royalty, or p- political jokes aside, the point is that you have a shovel, which is the coals, which is really the secondary thing to the Katyrus. So you're going to hold the coals in your right hand, give it all the covet, and the Katyrus in your left hand, what's going on here? So the Gemara says, Zumaruba, the coals were more, and therefore was heavier, and you want to use your strong hand, Vizumuetis, and the calf was lighter. Vafid was mentioned in Shavuot, he had a big Kaingado, who had this huge shear of and it was equal still, you would hold the shovel in your right hand and the calf of Kataris in the left hand. Why? And we'll see in a second. We'll see that he had a very big fist and he was able to hold four kaven of Kataris, which is more than the three kaven of coals. Still, you hold the coals in your right hand. Why? Because Zucham, it's hot and therefore it's, you want to be more careful and have a sturdier arm to carry the hot coals and the Zutzanenes, the Kataris is cold and therefore... You don't, you're not so worried about it. Now, once we mention Rabbi Shmuel ben Kipchis, we'll have a few lines of a Gadot. I'm Rabbi Shmuel ben Kipchis. Sheikhoif and Abba Kabim b'mloi chafna v'aymer, and he said, Klan Nashim zerdu zerdu. So he would, he was so big, he would have four kavan of Kataris when he did his Moloi Chafnov, and he said, meaning my schus was like this, we'll see what this means, and my, the zerid of my mother is through the roof, meaning it's amazing. Now, what does this mean? He's talking about the bran that, that his mother would eat when she was, when she was expecting. And uh, Mubaras is considered a chayla. And she ate this bran, which was healthy, and she took care of herself. That's why he grew up to be so strong. That the shikhva zera that his mother accepted. And uh, there's a concept of, well, if you look in, in reproductive medicine, which is fascinating, that only a small amount of sperm actually is viable and that will impregnate a woman. And the select sperm was used to impregnate him. So, you chose me, like there's a, there's a concept we'd have, uh, one of the malachas is, is Zaira. Which is winnowing, you throw up the chaff and and the and the wheat and the the garbage flies away and the wheat comes down. So there's a concept of 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 beer or of separating. You took the the best zera 
in the Sheikh Vazera. And through that, Vizera's Tani and I became strong. So through the selected uh, use of the Sheikh Vazera, that's what he was saying why he became this healthy, big, strong Kayin Gadol. And, and the same thing you find by David HaMelech. Amrola Rabbi Shmor ben Kimchas. Pam Achas, Sipra Dvarmim Arvi Echa B'Shuk. He was once hanging out with an Arab in the Shuk. And Vinitzet Sinorim Yephiv Abu Gadol. And he spit on him. He spit on the clothing of Rabbi Yishmael. And we know that Stam Nachri has a Gzeirah Durabonan, that it has a din of a Zav, and the Roik of a Zav is Tameh. So he was at a commission that day. Says brother did serve in the base in the in the in the for, did serve on him. It seems like on him Kippur actually, and his mother was able to see two kahanim gedolim on one day. He once spoke with a uh, a minister in the shuk. Same thing. His other brother. Yosef served Verasa Iman Shnei Kahanam Gedolim B'Yoyim Echa. Now, what was the schus of Kimchis? Kimchis has a famous is famous for those that learn Hilchas Tznius. So we'll see as the Gemara continues. Tanar Abanan Shiva Banim Hayla LeKimchis. Kimchis, who was Rabbi Shmuel's mother, uh, had seven sons. V'Kulan Shimshu B'Kuhuna Gedola, and all of them served. In Kuna Gadala, Amrullah Chachamim Maasi. So, what did you do? She has a chis lakach. What did you merit? So, she said, Amrullahem Yamalarau Karis Basi Kale Saari. That the walls of my house the, never saw my braids, meaning I always covered my hair. And the schar, this extra tznias, I was zoicha, I was, I was zoicha to merit that. So, many of the Paiskim do bring this down when they talk about women covering their hair. So, there are times when halachically, when they're considered their own house, it's, it's based on their own house, there's no one around, technically she wouldn't have to cover her hair. But there is this concept of kimchas, and we see that the schus of tznias gave her seven beautiful children. So it's interesting, I was uh, got a few calls this week, and recently started hearing about this uh, lace top sheto, so at some point it's going to become the norm, but either way the, even if one would argue that halachically there's nothing wrong with wearing it, but it's definitely not a hider in sneas, and we should be looking for hidurim. You see, kimchis you know, if a person's on that level that the more a person acts with sneas, there's definitely schosim coming. So, I heard from Ari Leibowitz, he said, why did her children get the schos of being kahanam gedarlim? So he said a beautiful shot that a kain gadol has the ability to serve lefnai v'lefnim. Now lefnai v'lefnim is the most intimate moment in the avoda. For example, no one's allowed to be there. It's all, no one's allowed to be in the ulam. We spoke about machlekes. Can they be bein holam lamazbeach? But they definitely can't be hanging out where the kain gadol goes. Lefnai v'lefnim. It's only God and the kain gadol. And when when things are betzniyas, closed in intimacy not open to the public, that's when beauty could shine. And it could be that that's the schos. She was, she had these extra hidurim and tznias, and therefore the schos was for the kain Now look at the next piece in the Gemara, which seems to throw us off what we just said. Many people did this, and it didn't work. So some learned that she must have had more schosim than just this. However, the Ben Yayada and many of the say, that what it means is that now that you said this skula, many people tried saying, okay, I'll, my children will be kahanam gedolim, I'll just cover my hair in my house, and it didn't work. Because the whole skula scene is you're doing, you're, you picked one thing to work on, and you're only doing it because you think it's going to work for this result, as opposed to a natural woman acting betzniyas. So she was doing it 
Lashim Shemayim, that's why she got the schos, not like, you know, doing something for 40 days straight, hoping, you know, you did enough, uh, got enough stickers on your chart that God will give you bracha. Okay, next. Tanu Rabbanon. The Pasuk says, Veheri menu bikum tsai. You can't make a measuring cup for a kaimetz, meaning every time they did a mincha, there would be a kaimetz. You're sticking, we'll see this on Ahmed Bey's, you're sticking your hand in and you're, you're only keeping three fingers worth of product and you're rubbing it off with your thumb and your pinky. That's called a kmitza. So why don't we say, okay, well, I'm busy doing this. It's so antique. Let's just get a normal measuring cup. So the Gemara says you can't do that based on the passage. That's the following Shiloh. What about Im Kippur? But Chafina doesn't say this type of phrase that you can't make a measuring cup. So let's make a measuring cup for Chafina. There it says. Maybe you don't need to actually do it. Just have that measurement, and therefore get a measuring cup. And the same halachas that apply to the kmitzah should apply to the chafnav. So the Gemara says, Tashma, look at our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said, three extra words. That this was the midah. What does that mean? Oh, I must be alluding to this thing. My That all you needed to do was get this size, get this measurement, whether you use your hands or you use a cup, I don't care. My love, Shemot, the last is Midah Cheres, I said, the Gemara says, Lo, I know, Hachika Amar, the mission was telling me something else, and this is going to be a sugi later on. There was a discussion if, when the Kain Gadol, again, he, when he gets the shovel of Kataris, he takes him like Hafnav. Then he puts it in the calf, as we saw in the beginning of the staff, because if you would not put it in the calf, it would be very difficult to balance coals and shovel, and if you put it into the ladle. Now that you bring it into the cut into, into the with the ladle, do you now go with your hands and take it out again? Malay chafnaf again or not? So maybe... You do the same exact thing when he gets the Kaddish Kaddashim. The Gemara says, so the Shmami no Chayfin v'Chayzev We should answer that question. We have a general Shiloh. Do they do it again? You should answer it from here. So the Gemara says, maybe not. Let's go back. Maybe Dilma Shemratzelasis Mida. Maybe the whole point the Mishnah was to tell us what we just thought before. That if you want to make a measuring cup, you are make, you could make a measuring cup, and therefore we have two ways to answer this Mishnah. Either either neither neither of them are conclusive, and therefore. We're still stuck with the shayla. Inami or different shayla is shloye chaper, shloye chaser, shloye Don't have any less, and don't add to this midah. That's the midah. But don't bring any proof from here to either one of these two shaylas regarding doing it again. Or can I make a measuring cup? We do not know. We'll leave it as a shayla. Can I make a measuring cup? We're not sure if you could do a measuring for the chafina.